Dances, prances, chances of the world. Uh, how is it going? What's going down? Is this loud enough? Who knows? Whom do we know? Not, not be me. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Monumental day for us all, all the listeners in town. Today is episode two hundred. What's today's date? Two fucking hundred. December thirteenth, two twenty three, two zero two three. Can't even speak. It's fucking gold. Why am I wearing shorts? We will never know. Am I a slow man? Yes, indeed, I am. Two hundred. You ever think we get here? Not I. <coughs> Fuck my voice is fucked. Perfect. Too many shows recently. Too much gallivanting. Now, slowly but surely, I'm dying. But aren't we all? You leave the womb, you walk into the world, you say, I'm here, motherfuckers, show me the money, God. And God says, fuck off, you're now on your way to death. Good upbeat start to the podcast. What's going down? How's it going? Are you good wherever you are? Dear listeners, you've been reaching up with some weird questions. I like them. Should I leave my boyfriend? Fuck it. Why not? We're starting with the questions early. Um... Yeah, <laughs> I suppose you should. I think men will try to make it work when they're in the wrong. Oh no, am, am I projecting? And then women will just say, fuck it, let's leave. Um, probably, probably. Yeah, fuck it, why not? Although I will say, now that I'm back dating, it's fucking exhausting. I don't recommend it. I now see why people settle down. Why they settle for less, raw stress for less. They settle down, they get married. <coughs> I think I have a fucking head cold, which is superb because I have a load of shows coming up. Fuck yeah, God. Thank you for hooking me up. Load of energy. I just went to the gym, sweating balls, sniffing like a whore. People are going to DM me for cocaine after this. I heard you sniff. I have a head cold. Um, should you leave? Yeah, because otherwise... That's the thing, dating, now that I'm back out there. Dating, is it? I actually don't even know I'm dating, because uh, it's too soon after a breakup. Too soon, you know yourself, trying to be a wise old man, bring some mirror to Jesus. Me and my two little buddies bring some mirror, a bag of ketamine and a bag of cocaine, and say, Jesus, go on, get hooked early and get it out of the way. Um, should you dump him? Should you leave him? Yeah, fuck it, why not? He's probably listening, being like, I'll fucking fight you, you dumb Irish cunt. Come back here and fight me like a real man. Come on, you blackened hands. Come fight me like a real man. Um, well, it depends. Did he do something wrong? Is it, is it no point? Did you settle? Did you settle? Did you do the cardinal rule and settle early in life? Um, if so, then, yeah, get out. Depends if you're happy or with or without. Wait, let's think about this. I'm just giving you plateaus at the moment. Yeah, no, go on. Let me use my dumb little brain and not just speak from the moment a thought half appears in my mouth. Let me sit back. I'm trying to speak and think at the same time, and I think, think it's working. Are you happy or with them? Are you happy or without them? Are there some things that you could change and fix? Or is it just an overall malaise and boredom? There's a low line, there's a low flying plane outside, there's a low line plane on the floor outside, just crashed a minute ago, 
God, if a plane crashed into my place right now, I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, that's the end of my... Um, it's the end of my head cold. I'm no longer clogged up. No longer slightly under the weather. I'm good to go. Thanks, plane. Thanks for smashing into me. But no, it sounds like it has passed. And now we're free and we are alive. So that's upsetting. Um, that is very upsetting to... To still be alive. <laughs> no, it's not. Jesus. I like being uh, nihilistic. Is that the word? You have to kind of be nihilistic after a breakup, I think. Nihilistic. Let me see if that. Nihilism. No, that's not fucking nihilistic. Nihilistic. We're back Googling. Rejecting all religious and moral principles and the belief that life is meaningless. Oh, yeah, maybe. No, I believe in a higher power. Nihilism, belief that all values are basis and that nothing can be known or communicated. Is that what I am? Am I a nihilist? Am I a narcissist? Am I a necrophiliac? Who knows? Some questions will never be answered. The three N's. Narcissist, necrophiliac, um, and uh, nihilist. Which one are you? Write in, let me know. Should you leave? Um, let me think now. Are you happy or Can you fix some stuff? Is it habit? Can you do? Are you meeting him halfway? That's the thing, too. Well, here's the thing now. First of all, uh, before people get upset, because people keep getting me upset. Keep, 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 keep. We just had a glitch. That was not me, mouse. That was the, the operating system that records this operating system. Um, like, I feel. People are like, ah, oh, yeah, but you're only saying that because you're a man. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know I'm only saying that because I'm a man. But here's the here's the kicker. Here's the weird thing. I am a man. So that is where my perspective comes. But I try, I try to use my dumb little man brain and uh, think um, from a woman's perspective. But do women really think from a man's perspective? Probably not, to be honest. Probably not at all. They just want men to come over their side of the bed and also go away. So it's a tough, it's, it's tough for us all, really. You know, it's a tough life. That's what I'm saying. It's a tough life. Do you want to make it tougher by uh, by having to go back out there dating? Is that what you really want? To go back out there now into the fucking dumb old world uh, and have to date? <laughs> Right, let me fucking let me try and focus a sec. People are texting me and emailing me, and I'm dumb enough to look at them. Um, did I even write the fucking right response? I love when people are talking to me and then my texts go haywire. Usually, I can text and talk. I'm very, very ambidextrous with my brain. You know yourself. Uh, multitask. I'm much like a woman in that way. I'm very good at multitasking. I'm very good at uh, giving people second chances. Do women give people second chances, or is that? Is that just me? Do I have too much empathy? Basically, am I too much of a perfect fella? We'll never know, looks-wise. Perhaps never know. You know yourself. You just have to keep on marching. Marching. Um, all right, let me try and think. Here's, all right, can you, can you, can you vote compromise, or is it, like, something bad happening? Like, obviously, if he's doing awful shit, like hitting you or verbally abusing or fucking just being a complete prick, cheating on you or whatnot... Then, yeah, I get rid. But if it's stuff that you're just... Maybe you're frustrated. All right, let me do it from both sides of the table. Let me be a therapist. Maybe if he's been a prick, then yeah. 
if he's working and you think you're not getting enough attention and, and whatnot, then maybe have a little chat. Have a little chat instead of freaking out over a fucking pair of underpants on the ground. Don't use the pair of dirty soil underwear as a metaphor for your relationship and how you feel neglected and like a piece of shit on a bit of cloth. <laughs> Which at the end of the day, some of us want, but not everyone wants that. Everyone, some people want to be loved. They want to be that nice piece of underwear folded away in the drawer or hung up on a hanger. Some people hang their underwear. I know I know four people that hang their underwear. Very peculiar chaps. One peculiar lady, she hangs up men's underwear and she just looks at it. She might give a nose sniff now and again. But that is her kink. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I suppose you... I suppose now you just have to communicate. <laughs> this is fucking... I drank too much coffee and I worked out really well at the gym. Oh, maybe I even to work out with a cold or do you rest? <coughs> Let's Google it. Do you rest with a cold? Rest with a cold? I sweat out a flu. Rest with a cold. Sweat out with a flu. Um, mild activity. Common cold, no fever. Oh, yeah. All right. We're good to go. No fever, just a head cold. Um, what a great fucking 200 episodes, isn't it? How long we were? How long are we in there now? We're in ten minutes, and the rambles have been incredible. I should start singing just to fucking make it all the weirder, all the way over the mountain. And singing boys were singing Galway Bay, and the band's ringing out for Christmas Day. Did you see uh, Shane McGowan's funeral? Rest in peace, great Irish poet. Who doesn't maybe get enough credit because he had no teeth? <laughs> That's so harsh. Because he was unreal. If you if you just read what he wrote, like his songs and shit, you'd be like, ah, oh, that's fucking weird. Uh, there's some lyrics, actually. Fairytale New York. He's got some good lyrics that you, you as in me, I'm talking to myself. Um, uh, that are like really good. What are they now? But because he had no teeth and he liked the booze, Whatever else did he like? What did he like, I wonder? I presume it was just booze, but can you lose your teeth from booze? Let's see. There's one bit in the fairy tale of New York. Uh, I, I talk about my winter dreams. I kept on with my own. Where is it? I call it well, you, you took my dreams from me. When I first found you, I kept them with me, babe. I put them with my own. Can't make it out alone. I've built my dreams around you. That's a good line. And that's what I think a relationship is all about. You either give your dreams away or you, you put them together and you try and help build them, build the world around your dreams together. But if it's just one way of dreaming and one way of nagging, not saying who's the nagger, well, that's a dangerous word to say. Who is the nagger? Um, strong emphasis on A in that word, the nagger. Shall I call the episode the nagger, perhaps? Who is the nagger in the relationship? Um, is it is it you? Is it him? Who's the person with the dream? But then also you could be too realistic. Maybe not realistic enough. And uh, <clears throat> you need balance, I suppose. Well, uh, you took your dream. You took my dreams from me. When I first found you, I got them with me, babe. I put them with my own. Can't make it out alone. I build my dreams around you. That's a good line. Maybe that's a romantic Irish poet. Maybe I'm just using this now as an excuse for any failed relationship I had. I took 
your dreams and I took my dreams and I kept them all together and I said to myself, we'll get through this no matter what. No matter what, we'll get out we'll get out there now and we'll we'll make it work together. But then maybe you just weigh each other down. Are you freer without him? Do you feel happier? Can you ride out the loneliness of being sad and lonely on your own? How old are you? I wonder, like, do people... It is kind of funny, because you, when you're dating when you're young, you don't know, and then you're just together, and you either get divorced, or if you're Irish, you just work it out. But then when you get older, and you're just... The good people are gone. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Good people are all gone, fellas. You're just—it's like you're dry, you're dry, you're dry dressing, you're shopping. Jesus, my brain is fucking dumb. It's like you're shopping at Ross Dress for less. You go in there and you're like, "Oh God, this is too bright. This, everything's ugly. This is horrific. What the fuck?" Oh, that's not too bad. All right, it's a bit loose. It's a bit loose in the waist. It's got a bit of a loose vagina. Sorry, didn't mean to say that. It's got a bit of. It's got loose sleeves. It's got sleeves like a like a. Got a, a vagina like a wizard sleeve is what I was trying to think of. Um, so yeah, so do you want to go back dating? It all depends. If it's really bad, get out. If it's something you can work on, maybe get out. I don't know. I'm Irish. I like punishment. Uh, not everything is a fairy tale. Although I grew up in Ireland too, where it's like all about fairies and fairy tales growing up. So we're both romanticists. Romanticists? That's not the fucking word. Romantics? Jesus Christ. Why did I say romantics like semantics? Um, I'm, inter- I'm a romanticist. Uh, fuck, I should really have taken elocution lessons when I first came to America. Because in Ireland you can get away with slurring, but here they do not know, they don't understand fully. So I wish I just gave a yes or no answer to the question, should I leave? Should I leave my man? Um, if it's very bad, then yeah. It's actually just do it on a scale of a zero to a ten. Zero is ideal, so it's not that. One is what is one? One a grievance of one would be uh hmm. If everything I say sounds innocuous, but they would piss me off like bad breath, that's not one, that's like a ten. Uh bad at sex, that's probably a nine. But if he's hitting you, that's a 10. Hitting you on bad breath. Par for par. <laughs> Shit. Par for par. Um, fuck, what else is there? Don't get on with each other's friends. Maybe that's a three. I don't know, really. Everything's bad, I suppose. Everything be a red flag. I would say, if whenever you're dating next, uh, just figure out if... Nice, I got a... Sure, wait, let me answer this. It's spam. So I'm going to answer it. Hello? 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 All right, I outspammed the spam. Fuck yeah. Uh, we did it. Um, we beat them. We beat them down. They answered and they said, Who is this goblin? Who is this Irish slurring goblin? And I said, It's me. Tis myself. Um, yeah, I would figure out. It's Christmas time now, so you might get extra lonely or sad. You don't want to be alone. I would say if you're happier without it, just then do it. If you're pining, you could also just take a break. I wouldn't burn bridges fully. 
unless you want to, Jesus, there's so many fucking if spots and maybes. Do, did you keep his dreams with you and do you see a life together where you're building dreams together? Answer that question. And if the answer is no, then get rid of him. If the answer is maybe, then take a break. If the answer is yes, then figure it out, work it out. I took him with my bib. I kept him with me on. There's also, oh, I actually kind of, I should have read the start of that fucking thing too. Um, she does say, I could have been someone. So she's in the regret. And he's like, no, 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 you still could. She's like, no, but you took my dreams from me. And he said, no, no, I kept them with me, babe. I put them with my own. And now they're both sad, old, and lonely. So maybe don't take any of my advice. I would say if you see yourself working on each other's dreams forever, then give it a chance, but maybe take a break. Maybe take a break over Christmas, then you don't have to buy Christmas presents. You can save some money. You can splash out on yourself. You can, uh, you can finally buy me a gift without having to worry of what if my man finds out because you'll be, you'll be on a break and then that can be a turning point on the day of your w- wedding. You can say anything, be like, I did buy this Irish guy a gift online when we were off. And he's like, what the fuck does that mean, you bitch? And then you'll see the real him as you're waiting on the altar and then that's when you call it off forever. I don't think you can get back from a fucking jilted marriage wedding day, jilt, bolt, whatever it's called. Chisel, who knows? Not these words. These words all sound wrong, but I'll say them because I have an accent and people will not hear me or understand me and I can get away with it. Uh, like I was out the other night and I was talking to a, f- a friend's new girlfriend, I think. I don't know what they were, but she had good hair. So I was like, oh, you have nice hair. Oh no, that wasn't it. Fuck, I'm dumb. I'm saying the story from her point of view. I said, how long have you been here? <laughs> Fuck it, I'm so dumb. It's unreal. Jesus, the shame that's going through my body now. I said, how long have you been here? Because she's from out of town, like the East Coast or something. And she just said, thank you. And I was like, what? She said, thank you. And I said, how long have you been here in LA? And she was like, I know you said I have nice hair. I said, no, how long have you been here? And that's when I realized we were just two fucking idiots talking back and forth to each other. And uh, I stopped talking. I chatted with her sister. And I don't think we really spoke again. That's where the communication broke down. And uh, my buddy gave me a dirty look saying, what did you say? And I said, I asked an innocuous question. How long have you been here? And the rails quickly went off the fucking, the wheels went off, the rails went off, the car went off the track, whatever the fuck the scene is. Why is my brain extra slow today? It's like a part of me is like, I know what I want to say. And then the other part of me is not able to communicate uh, what I want to say, which is very handy because I make my living as a stand-up comedian and if you don't know what stand-up comedy is, that's when you have a thought and then you communicate the thought out of your mouth verbally and then people in the room, big or small, will listen to the thought. They will hear you say it. They will understand exactly your thought and how you uh, articulated it. And then uh, they will laugh or boo. And uh, the worst is what happens is when they're confused and it's silence. <laughs> That is not good. I kept on with my babe. I was watching that. Um, if you haven't seen the clip, I'm going to post it actually. 
I'm going to post it because I'm a fucking maverick. I'm going to post it on my Instagram. It's uh, fucking Shane McGowan's funeral. Who's the dude that was singing at it? Fucking, he's class too. Uh, Shane McGowan's funeral. I can't remember. Shane McGowan funeral. Jesus, those pictures aren't great. Uh, who the fuck was it that sang? Not Nick Cave, not Nick Cave. Glenn Hansard. Who else is there? Bono, Bob Geldof, Johnny Depp was one of the ball bearers. Paul, ball bearers. <laughs> Paul bearers. He, Johnny Depp was one of the ball bearers. He, he, he bravely, for the people of Ireland, he sh- took out his ball. He's good ball, and uh, he bared it. He bared it for the world. You have Glenn Hansard singing with the Pogues. And uh, Lisa O'Neill. Uh, but it was class. And then I'd never seen something like this. They started dancing. They started like fucking, not ballroom dancing, not jazz dancing, like Irish swinging dancing, having a laugh at a funeral in the church. I won't lie, it made me cry. That seems to be my new thing. I just got embarrassed because I said I cried again. But at least this was like, actually, I was going to say this was, a, this was a joyful cry. It actually wasn't. It was a sad cry. <laughs> For some reason lately, when Irish people are dying, it just reminds me of mortality and people in my life that might die. And it makes me sad. And then I start crying. And I'm like, especially if there's a song involved, like Sinead O'Connor when she died. Uh, yeah, that made me cry. I was watching a video. I was watching a video. And that made me cry. I like the way I'm deflecting by singing. And think about something else. Yeah, but it was unreal. They were like singing and dancing. It was actually kind of a celebration of life. You know yourself, all the fucking lovely things to say. But it was sad too. I want to see what happened to his teeth. Shame we got on teeth. Do you know what I'm going to do? Uh, he lost the last of his natural teeth around 2008. Jesus Christ almighty. Addicted to alcohol. Oh, alcohol and drugs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. All right. Can't beat some silence on the... Wait, what was I going to fucking Google besides that? All right, it's gone. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to post it on my Instagram. And uh, so, yeah, to answer your question, after we took a detour down from Google and Shane McGowan's teeth... Oh, wait, that's funny. That's what I was going to Google. I have a joke where I say teeth. It's so funny because like, in my head, I'm saying it perfectly. But then I say it out loud around Americans, and I get self-conscious. And I'm like, teet. Let's do it here. Teet. Teet. <laughs> Fuck. This podcast now is just me learning how to speak English. <laughs> Fuck, that's embarrassing. Right, here, here's, their, here's what they say. Teet. Teet. That's not right. How the fuck do I say that naturally? Teet. Hello, these are my teet. Hello, these are my teeth. Hello, these are my teeth. Hello, these are my feet, and these are my teeth. Teeth. I say, I think I pronounce feet better than I say teeth. Jesus, the e e too is a tough one. Teeth, teeth, teeth. These are my teeth. <laughs> I have to spit when I do it. Don't be opening your mouths around me now, ladies. I'll be spitting into your mouth saying, "Well, I say teeth." 
your dentures should fly out. Remember when people have dentures, that's the thing. Just pop them out. Old people would be taking their teeth out. I remember my granddad stuff that would just have his teeth teeth. 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 Oh, I really don't like a H. It's the main of my existence. T H. Uh, old people would be having teeth next to their bed. I remember, yeah, I used to love coming to my grandparents' place and like they'd give me this is hilarious too. They'd be like, let's have a healthy breakfast. So we'd stay over, me and my brother, and like we get up in the morning, we'd have uh Special K, which, how the fuck did they get away with calling that healthy? It's called uh, through Rich Omegas. Fuck off, you liars. But we felt for us. That was a healthy one. You want to lose weight? Eat carbohydrates. What a load of shit, actually. That was a great one. You want to lose weight? Here's what you should eat. Basically, potatoes, starch. What is fucking Special K made of? So I'm not just talking. Goodbye. Goodbye, teat. Pronunciation. We almost a uh, special K ingredients cereal. My favorite thing about wait, I this is, I know this is a known fact. It's special K healthy for you. Two servings daily of just delicious flakes. Oh, oh, I was gonna say who the fuck calls it delicious flakes? And it's on the Kellogg's website. Uh, these are a source of fiber, vitamins, and mineral. I mean, like mineral. I mean, this whole thing is such horseshit. Compared to Special K original Fort, it even has sugar already. This is unreal. Uh, let me see. If Special K cereal healthy. Let me see if I can get some outside point of view. I mean, if I if this first thing is Kellogg's, then fuck this fucking website. What's it called? Google. Um, what a load of shit. I mean, like everything's just bought on here. Is it healthy? Yeah. If you take away the sugar and the carbs. It's got a lot of protein. It's still fairly high. I mean, like, what I look... They used to... I'm getting, I'm getting high rate. They used to... Uh, fucking pretend that this was the healthy... This is how you lose weight in Ireland. You eat cereal, which is a curb, which is how you put on a lot of weight, usually. And then you have some potatoes, and FDA says these cereals are no longer healthy. Crikey. All right, special case, it's over. It's over for you, fella. Um, but yeah, we'd go there. We'd go to my grand's. And, or my nana's. I don't know why I call it grand. My nana's. And uh, we'd sleep over and we'd wake up in the morning and we would eat special K with milk. And I mean now, a big, big heap in the sugar. And because it was fucking supposedly healthy, the sugar balanced it out. So it wasn't unhealthy. It was just normal. Normal, normal, normal. And I used to fucking eat about three bowls of it. And then I turned into a fat little fucker. I literally used to eat a whole bowl, a fucking box of cereal on a Friday night at home. There was nothing to do when I was young. And my mom would go shopping and she'd come back home. And I had to start off with one, sitting in the kitchen and they'd be in the living room. I'd be watching on the kitchen TV. And... uh They'd just be watching, I don't know, I'd be flicking between soccer and trying to find some German porn on Channel 18. Channel 18 in Ireland, growing up, was a, a German channel that showed porn at night, so you could flick. There used to be a button on the, on the remote control, it would like flick like back to what you saw last. And then, so what you do, this was insane, to be honest, sitting in the kitchen, eating cereal, 
not even blocking the TV, just hoping my instincts would kick in as I heard the door open. And I would be like, um, okay, what the minute? And like, here's the thing. There's one hand is using the cereal, is using the spoon. One hand is holding a big bowl of sugar-covered cereal, special cake, because I was a healthy child. Big old dollop of milk. And then I'd have to fucking grab the control. The amount of times that I would double-click... So I would click from... A lot of the porn, too, was in a stable. I remember German porn like stables. Um, They'd, like, jump around. They'd, like, oh, what's that? Oh, I'm just tired. I'm going to lie down here in the hay. It's all German. Maybe. Is that why I like German? Is that why I have a German degree? It's all coming out. Jeez, I have a German degree from German porn. That's why when I was older, I had to pick something in college. Oh, no, in school, they were like, all right, you're good at French and German, but you got to drop one. And I was like, no, I want to keep them both because French is the love language and German is the porn language. <laughs> That's what it was. Jesus. And they went, well, would you for love or porn? Love or sex? And I said, all right, let's do German. And now look at me, incapable of love. But a very horny fella. I just self-diagnosed myself. Who needs therapy when you have a podcast and millions of listeners listening to every thought? And it's unfortunate. Um, that's why the German just realized from watching German porn, well, that's nice for me. That's nice. That That's a, a core value in my life is that I've, I have a degree in German. I did German for 10 years. Lived there maybe twice. Uh, once for a year. Another for a few weeks. That was more visit. But still, I love it. I was actually, I was like, I want to go to Germany again. And it's all based on my love of German porn. Would you look at that now? Isn't that lovely for us all? Um, that's good. That makes me feel a bit weird in my head. That makes me feel a tad odd. Um, so... Oh, yeah, that was the worst thing. I would, like, flick on. I would, like, if just say if I heard the door open or if I heard clatter outside, you flick. So I'd go from the, the stable porn to maybe that's why I want to retire on a farm. Oh, it's all coming out because of the love of farm porn growing up. Crikey. Your, your mind really can be fucking, can be really fucked up as a young child. Not fucked up, but molded for the worst, for the better, for the worst. Um... So, where was I? Oh, yeah, flick. The worst is ever when you just flick. <laughs> God, this is a brutal one. You'd flick, and the door would open, and my brain would panic because I had done it correctly, but I'd hear it open, and then I'd f- press it again, and that's when I'd fuck up royally because now I flicked from the news, the Irish news. My parents would be like, what's he in there watching? The news. <laughs> Really, I'm really fucking interested in current events. Oh, did you hear about politics? Um, it would flick from that back to German porn, and then I would just sit there <laughs> with a full bowl of cereal, and then I would just me and my mom would just both try to ignore the elephant in the room, or in this case, the German porn in the room, and I would be sitting there <laughs> just silent and fucking frozen. And confused about what to do or what to say. And then I'd say, Mom, this cereal is perfect. <laughs> this is great cereal. She's like, you've eaten a whole box. And then I'd flick off. She's like, what are you watching? I was like, don't look at it. 
it's the news. Nobody should be watching the news. It's a fucking, it's a curse on your brain. And we were, I, she'd say, I, I was like, I don't know what that, I, yeah, I don't know what that, what is that, German? I don't know, fuck it. I, I'm kind of getting into German though, you know? I think I'm, oh, when I'm older, I'm going to work for the Irish Navy as a German gun translator. That's bizarre that, Jesus. It's funny, like, where something can start, and then it started with me watching German porn, and then it ended up with me working for the Irish Navy, <laughs> being a German gun translator. And that's the beauty of life. And I suppose to bring it back to the original part, that's what you should consider with leaving your boyfriend or not, is uh, you're at the German porn stage, perhaps. Do you want to escalate it down to the river and see where it goes? Or do you want to nip it in the bud now? And do you want to learn French instead? you got to pick. Do you want a Frenchman or a German man? Do you want a French woman? Or do you want a, a German woman laying on a bale of hay? Oh, my brain just got erect thinking of a German woman laying on a bale of hay. Um, yeah, but oh yeah, it was funny with the cereal too. I used to eat so much that <laughs> I remember like I was getting fat. I said the story on here before, but it's the two hundred episodes. You know, we'll go back. We can regurgitate now and again. Uh, I was fucking eating so much. I was just like, I wasn't tall yet, so I was like, I was like short, like you. I presume everyone that's listening to this is just short, short little fucker like yourself. And um, I would. Oh, yeah, I was just getting, like, chubby. I was just growing outwards. And then I was getting, like, little boy tits. Little boy tits up on me. I wasn't yet a man, so you couldn't call them men tits. But they were definitely boys tits. Um, and one time my mum just said, enough is enough. I think now that I'm older and I realise how much, or not how much stuff costs, but, like, if someone, if you come home and someone eats a full box of cereal in one sitting... You gotta be like, all right, look, I wanted some of that cereal in the morning. Saturday, it's my day off. I wanted a nice treat by having some healthy cereal with 14 fucking rounded, heaped spoons of sugar. Um, and you fucked it up for me. You took my dreams, babe. I kept them with my own. I was going to give you some of my secret stash of special K. Um, so... What was the point? Oh, yeah, she called me fat. <laughs> she called me fat in the funniest way. She called me fat by saying, hey, you know, Mark, some of my friends, that's what she said, that was funny. Some of my friends have kind of commented you're looking a bit. And I was like, looking a bit what, mother? Thinking she was going to say handsome, stunning, just that overall delight of a young fella. And no, she she went down the other route. She said, looking a bit, like, looking a bit, looking a bit fat. And that hit me, and it hit me nicely. And I was like, what, who the fuck's are that? Because I wanted to project the blame away from myself. My mum was only, she was only trying to be nice to me. Trying to be nice by telling me I was fat. And I reacted like all men, I took offense. If you give me advice, I will take offense. And I was like, oh, I shut the fuck up. You gotta fuck off. Pierce called me fat. And then I, 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 uh, I was playing soccer and I remember in, at school during P class, we had to change sometimes. We didn't have changing rooms, dressing rooms, or so you get changed in class. I remember like take my top off, my shirt, and putting to put on like a soccer jersey, blah blah blah. You know, you know when you're playing soccer, you wear things called soccer jerseys. Um, 
and I, I, I found myself sucking in my stomach. I still had the, the boy tits, but at least I was sucking in the belly. And uh, I remember this guy, Bill, <laughs> which is a funny name for a young fella, Bill. Uh, he goes to me, you suck it in your belly, his. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, this is just how I look. I look like I'm on Ozempic from the the waist down. And he was like, you wear your sucking in your stomach. And I was like, no. And then I left it out a little bit. And that's when everyone realized I was. And they were like, leave it out fully. And then I didn't know how to gauge it. So I was like, breathing like a pregnant woman. I was going in and out. And I was panicking, going red. My boy tits started lactating. It was an awful time for us all. You know, it was a tough one. I really, that was a real dark period in the life. But uh, then I grew up and I stopped having boy tits. And now I'm uh, I'm I'm like a, like a beautiful beautiful uh, rake of a man. <laughs> What's that word? Light, light, light. Fuck! I went the wrong way with light. Thin, supple, and graceful. That is me. <laughs> I am, but looking up at this tall, light figure. Let's let's see the pronunciation. Lie. The fuck why is that so sexual? <laughs> Lie. Lie. She's speaking German, I just got wrecked. Lied. And she was in bed with a girl. She was just like, Oh my god in Himmel. Oh my god in Himmel. I fight her in. I would ejaculate immediately. Um so where were we on the podcast? Dating. Yeah, do you want to go back out dating? It's funny when you're dating too, it's a start. This podcast is all over the place, and I like it. I'm loving this new microphone. I'm no longer confined to sit and lean into the table and worry if the microphone is going to pop out, because, uh, you know, I like the way that, like, such an easy fix, and it took me so long to fix it. And let's stick with the question. Um, that is, maybe that's it. Maybe it's an easy fix is to get rid of something, try and get something new. You don't have to keep going with the bag of shit that you're with. You can buy a new bag that has no shit in it. It's just a nice little bag for you. <clears throat> and you're good to go. Because like this microphone, Jesus, I'm free flowing. Before it used to annoy me. I'd have to, I couldn't hold it. You know, you know how microphones work. There's one that sits on the table. There's one that's in your hand, and you can fucking move around. I have a nice long lead. I have a nice long light. Light. Kind of, kind of woke me up. Kind of. I wasn't gonna go out tonight, but no, I think I might. You know, that's a week my brain. <laughs> that's a week my brain is. I'll be like, I'm gonna stay in. Then I'll see a hot photo of a girl, and I'll be like, all right, maybe I should go out there. You know, you never know when you're gonna meet your soulmate. You never know, you might have to go out there. Oh, no, I've got to go to a Christmas party. Oh, no, I have a show, too. All right, got a show and a Christmas party tonight, so... Looks like I'll be going out. I got the improv Christmas party. Last time I was there, was for the improv 60th anniversary. And they gave me some VIP fucking placard. Although, it, no, it was free drink for everyone, actually. They're looking at me trying to boast about nothing. I just said VIP, and I thought that was special, but I wasn't. It was for everyone. But I didn't realize how packed it was. It was at like the improv here in West Hollywood, and it was packed. And the minute I walked in, I was like, oh no, this is going to be the most small talk of all time. 
and I wasn't feeling up for small talk, so I stood over, my buddy was at the bar, and I stood next to him, and we did some shots, and then there was a brandy or a whiskey bar next to us, and someone else bought us some shots, and before long, the shots were flowing. I didn't even make it inside. <clears throat> People were getting pissed at me, they are like, you were, you were meant to come inside and take some photos. You had that that placard, you, were, you had to show the face, and I was like, oh... You didn't want to see me after fucking eight shots of whiskey in under an hour. You did not want to see the state of me. So tonight I shall fucking not go as hard. That was when I was sad too, so now I'm happy. It's funny though, I was thinking the other day, it's kind of funny when you're sad and you go boozing, you're like, I, I, I'm going to go boozing because I'm sad and I don't want to feel emotions. But then when you're happy, you're like, I, I'm kind of feeling happy, let's celebrate with a drink. And then you realized, oh, I'm missing something else from my life. Wasn't that... Is you go out there now, eat, eat, eat twelve shots of brandy, and then go find the soulmate. That's the funny thing too. When you're dating at the start, you think every you, you think you meet a soulmate every two, three days. You're like, ah, oh, Jesus, everyone's beautiful here. So like the girls are just insanely hot, and then you're just like, ah, oh, Jesus, she's fucking great. She's great. She's great. That's my soulmate. That's my soulmate. Then you go text for a day or two, and then you just start on to someone else. You're like, ah, oh, Jesus, no, this is my soulmate. This is my soulmate. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, not just be passive when dating now. I'm trying to like be like, oh, is this something that will annoy me down the line? Let me not project a whole personality onto someone. And instead look at what is in front of me. But also ignore the beauty. But also acknowledge the beauty because that's where the first attraction comes from. The initial beauty is uh, how it draws you in. Usually, anyway. Usually, anyway. I like the way I just fucking argued with myself. Usually, no, that's what it is. I know, yeah, but sometimes also the personality could make you say, like, oh, yeah, she's more beautiful than I thought because I never realized she's a great laugh and a lovely person. She's got ambition and talent. I'll argue against myself all day. I'll sit at home, hungover, and just bitch. Um... But yeah, but you you also yeah the danger of fucking dating non like not non stop sorry dating and you think this is my soulmate like I realize now I can't I don't think I can date a girl I like to say I can't and it's that I don't think I went from being definitive to being weak and that is me in a nutshell I will I will stand my ground and then I will slowly but surely realize I am standing in a marsh of quicksand and it's bog and I'm slipping. I was not standing on firm ground. I'm a weak man. Um, but like if a girl, like the hot women, they do this thing where they pull up the bikini, bottom at the sides to make them look taller or more light. Is that the word? I don't know. But every time I've chatted to a girl like that, I realize, oh, she's she's different. Not in a good way. She's different in, uh, she's going to be annoying in six months. <laughs> She's a bit too superficial, and I'm very superficial, but she's not like, I can tell there's not, there's not the, the depth there. That's my theory anyway, and I'd probably fucking ruin the theory by trying it out, and then six months later being like, I knew it, I knew it. I think that's beautiful privilege too, is like that for the first six months of getting to know someone, you can completely ignore how fucking annoying and like what a clown this person is. Like completely ignore her. this. I'm talking to an absolute clown. 
because she's hot. And that's something I will definitely do. I will ignore it all. Um, and then just then just realize, then just slowly but surely realize, okay, I'm too weak to get out of this now. Let's get married. Let's settle down. Let's let's buy something from Ross, dress for less. Let us uh, let us just give up. <laughs> Hopefully, she cheats on me and I can leave. I think women are better at cheating than men. I do this joke where I I don't know, I basically just talk and then the crowd women start saying they cheat, and um, <clears throat> it's unreal because men are like ah no, but women are like yeah they're just better at it. They just don't get caught because maybe, I don't know, they seem to be better. Which is something that's surprising because growing up you think men are, I think that's, is that like, is that is that feminism that they've tricked us, like the patriarchy, they've tricked us into thinking that they're clean and that they don't cheat and that men are the dirty ones and men are the cheaters. When really women do be cheating. Women do be cheating. And that's... That's a fact that often goes over, over overlooked. The double standards of cheating. Women too. Like my ex was younger than me, but I, if I know that if a woman dates a guy younger, it's like, you go, girl. You go, girl. Empowerment. Empowerment to women. But if a guy does, it be like, oh, you're a creep. You're a fucking creep. You're a fucking, you're taking, yeah, you're a creep. It's like, what? Pick, pick a side. It's always the same women too. It's always the same. I feel like a lot of feminists are... are they're self-hating women because they really just want to act like men. Is that a, an original thought or is that me just gibbering? Uh, who knows? Who knows? I just be gibbering. I was doing a show the other night. Uh, we were doing, I was doing six with uh, my buddy Ken Flores. He's fucking funny. And we were in Covina, which is like a lot of Latino people. And the, the shows are funny because it's a theater, but it's not a big theater. But the stage is huge. It's fucking massive. And so it's like almost too big because usually a theater does a lot of depth. So like the the laugh almost takes a bit to get to you. It was a big one. Like I did one three thousand people. You kind of have to wait because it's like it's delayed a bit, so you can't just keep talking while they're laughing. You know me; they be laughing a lot. Um. So. Um. This one wasn't, but the stage was huge, so my brain was... It was so big that they just, like... They started seating people on the stage. And it was all these big Mexican fellas that looked like gangsters. And I but, and I also couldn't figure out which one is a gangster and which one is normal. They all looked the exact same, but I could tell someone I made fun of them. Like, I sat in a guy's lap for a bit. Him and his girl were just looking at me, and I was like, all right, I hope that is... A, your penis and not a knife in your pocket poking into me. Um, but yeah, the first show, most of the shows were unreal. But there was one show where they were drunk and started late. I think it was the Friday second show, maybe Saturday second, I can't remember. Thursday second show? Who knows? Friday second show? Maybe it was Friday second show actually because they were drunk out boozing and started like half an hour late. And then I was on stage, and I could tell they just couldn't understand me. And then all these Mexicans, drunk, just started yelling, speak English at me. Yeah, hey, speak English. Yeah, hey, speak English. Yeah, hey, speak. Hey, speak uh, English. Hey. And it pissed me off. It threw me off because they were just, like, heckling. But it was also my time to get off, so I didn't want to go into it. 
But then I was like, God, if I had just said, Mexicans are telling me to speak English, what is the world coming to? You know, it was funnier in the moment. It's funnier when I thought right, I was going to write this, I was going to talk about it. Uh, and a lot of people are now turning off the podcasts. Like I walked into a room the other day and I heard someone just go, Ugh. <laughs> that's unreal. It's my favorite reaction. Instead of like, yeah, it's like, oh God, no, not him. Please, for the love of God. For the love of God, not just ugly looking man. You know what I realized too? A lot of people are, um, a lot of people are almost good looking, but they've got a big nose. <laughs> the amount of fucking women I see that take pictures covering their face, and you're like, oh, she looks hot, and then you see a picture without the phone covering her face, and be like, oh, she was hiding her big nose the whole time. She was hiding, and you might say that's harsh, and that's just the beauty regime of life, and that's the fucking the, the beauty uh, industry or fucking. But it is what it is. Sometimes that's just how it is. Have you ever seen one of? The, did you ever see some of those models that like they're models now, but they had a a big old nose before, and they got rid of it. I was mocked when I was young for having a big nose. I think I grew into it. I think men are once again men are uh, more lucky. I think women like a big nose in a man. <laughs> Whereas a lot of women are like, ah, if you didn't have that big fucking eagle nose up on you, you'd be very good looking. But unfortunately, you're hung like an eagle in the facial terms. Uh, all right, this is going off the fucking beaten road. This is going down into the woods of life. Remember the woods in Ireland? That was like where we used to grow up. We used to live in the woods. Everything would happen down there. It was like the fucking debauchery place. You'd go down there and you'd fucking find porn mags. I remember we found a stash of porn. We were like, what the fuck should we do? We should put them back because we're respectful young fellas. We had a TV at home with the fucking German porn. We didn't want to take this fella's fucking magazine. Imagine there was a husband, like it's your dad, going down to the fucking woods to get away from his wife and his kids. He's working nine to five. He's no fucking privacy in his house. He's nowhere to stash him, so he goes to the woods. He's in the woods having a wank. That's amazing, actually, to think about it. I want to meet someone out there. If, you, if you've done that, please hit me up. Is that the trill? The thrill of it all. Is that the trill? Is that the trill? Um, yeah, but you go down there, be porn. It's where you used to go make out. It's where you used to go boozing in the woods. It's where you used to go fighting in the woods. And usually you'd fight, you'd booze, you'd fight, and you'd make out with a girl, and then you'd catch your friend's dad having a wank over a magazine that he kept in a plastic bag near a tree. <laughs> it's unreal, actually. Imagine the guy that, like, someone took his porn and he's freaking out. You just hear a howl from the woods. You're like, I didn't realize there was wolves down there. And it's like, it wasn't. It was just a fucking horny man. Bernard Wolf. <laughs> Bernard Wolf is down there. Someone found his fucking porn. The good old days, you know? When, remember the good old days when you could throw a fucking litter out the window? You're just driving along, just flinging out fucking ice cream papers. You're like, we don't know. The world is never going to end. Driving down the freeway, the motorway, the highway, whatever the fuck you call it. Just throwing out litter for dear life. Plastic bottles, bags, fuck it. A kid you didn't want, throw it all out. Your wife, throw it all out. Your husband. And now we're back again to the husband. Is he a dumb man? I was, <laughs> that's another question. Is, how dumb is he? Is he dumb or is, does he just annoy you? Does he annoy you or is he really bad? 
I guess I love that show, Family Feud. Um, it's fucking unreal. It's very funny. I gotta watch more of it actually. But I, I was watching this one little clip, and Steve Harvey just asked the guy, uh, "What's something you can't do with your eyes closed?" And the guy said, "Read," <laughs> which is right. But what a great answer! He was freaking out. He's like, "Ah." He's like, read. And I was like, yeah, you can't. He's, he's, that should be on the board. Now that I think about it, now that I think about it, I can't think of a better answer. See? Now, read is better. Read is up there. Tough to beat the read. Um, so, you got to watch more of that show. got to go drive around town, drawing litter out before Christmas, drawing it out like paper. All right, I'm going to end on that note because I start getting a headache. I think I fucking do have a head cold. I need some special care. I need some sugar. I need a rush in me bones. Uh, that's the podcast. Well done, everyone. We made it to 200. Congratulations. Go tell your tell your husband, tell your wife, tell your ex-husband, tell your ex-wife. Tell someone who's good looking. Tell them to hit me up. Uh, there's the podcast. That's it. Episode 200. We made it. Uh, if you're in LA, if you're listening to this before Thursday at the... 14th, I got a show at the Improv tomorrow. Myself, Ken Flores, Trevor Wallace, 9.45, December 14th. Uh, we're doing new material. So each of us are doing 30 minutes of all new material. So we're going to bomb like fuckers and try to figure out how to make a joke funny. Maybe I maybe I have something in this, uh, in the podcast. I can't remember off the top of my head, so that's not a good sign, people. It's not like it's going to work. Go home now and tell tell whoever nags you at home. Be like, you're a fucking nagger. Leave me alone. Leave me alone for the love of God. Um, all right, that's it. That's it. Go out there now. Hit me up on Instagram, at the Marquez. Twitter, at Trickadoo. Go buy a book. Go buy some merch from me. Merchandise from me. Go and uh, go fuck yourselves. And uh, all right, if you have questions for the next podcast, hit me up. DM me, slide on in there now. All right, goodbye, you fuckers. Well done. Good work. Bye. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.